The Circle of Knowledge podcast is brought to you by Amplified Minds, helping entrepreneurs and professionals achieve their goals and aspirations by sharing a wealth of knowledge to you, our community of achievers. This podcast features best-selling industry resources, interviews, and the professional panel discussion by the core team at Amplified Minds. Now, here are their discussions. Hey, welcome back to the Circle of Knowledge podcast. This is your host, John Kovach Jr. with Amplified Minds. Today's content is going to be extremely exciting. And I I was gonna go down the route of saying salivate worthy because there's some really cool topics about food. Food, 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 we love food. We have to survive on food, but this is an incredible opportunity for us to learn in the health and wellness space from one of our guest speakers and uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Alicia Valdez, who will be talking to us about her company that she built called Mountain Meals. So uh, stay tuned and this content is going to be exciting and mouth-watering. So today in the studio, I have Alicia Valdez with Mountain Meals. And I'm really excited because this is, this is a local company here in the, Hebe- the Hebrew city or the Hebrew Valley. And this is also a, a, a really cool product that, that has been a high demand in the world today. Um, and, and people want more and more access to healthier food. Uh, we, we used to be um, in a culture, let's say 50 years ago, where you know you farm-grown foods was an important value. And then now as the world has grown, it has become more and more high demand for quick and easy fast foods. The world has like, come full circle and is now saying, man, I just do not feel good. And people are looking for healthier options. And there are dozens and dozens, maybe not dozens, but hundreds of healthier options out there. So I brought Alicia in because we met a year ago and uh, she has started an incredible company that has really just taken that healthy lifestyle of eating, the pressure off of preparation and food creation, and has delivered an option to people that is absolutely mouth-watering and delicious but um thanks for being here today alicia thanks for having me i'm so excited um that you guys want to hear more about mountain meals and how i started and and yeah thanks yeah and and with our month of health and wellness we're really really excited to talk to people who we consider experts you you may not consider yourself an expert but we you know way more than we do (laughs) so that makes uh you expert value um and we completely value that and I wanted to bring Alicia in here today so that you guys can hear her story, learn about her, how she built Mountain Meals, how it's growing, and how you could learn about other options like what they provide. And so um, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you came from, uh, what your upbringing was, if you grew up in the Heber Valley, or, or just give us a little bit of background about you. Hey, yeah. So I grew up in Park City, Park City, Utah. Um, I, we moved there from Arizona when I was about 10. So I've spent the majority of my life in Park City. Um, I had a normal upbringing, you know, dinners were always, you know, cooked from scratch. Um, my mom was a good cook. She definitely taught me mostly 
you know, the basics of, you know, how to move around in a kitchen. Um, ever since I was little, I loved to just create stuff and make stuff. My mom has a funny story that when I was like 10 with my best friend, we made peach pies and she was like, we didn't have peaches. I was like, yeah, we did. I figured it out. I found canned peaches. Um, so yeah, I've always been super creative in the kitchen. Um, meals at our house were not the healthiest. They, you know, my mom always had like a protein and a carb and, but it was very, you know, dairy heavy and cheese and gluten and all the things that are really delicious. Um, but so as I got older, I got more into, you know, being healthier and, you know, obviously into high school, you want to look good and not necessarily feel good, but look good. Um, so, you know, I started like doing more of the low fat stuff. And then I realized out of high school that that was just not good. It had tons of sugar in it and it just, I could tell that it wasn't good for my body. So anyways, um, fast forward, graduated, uh, went to the university of Utah. Go Utes. Hey, go Utes. Um, always knew that the traditional college was not for me. Um, my parents were like, get a college degree and kind of figure out what you want to do after that. So there I was in college for two years and <laughs> my parents are like, so what kind of degree you're going to get? And I was like, well, I'm going to get a degree in life because <laughs> this is not going well for me. And so they were like, okay, well, we're done paying for this if you're not going to go to school. So got out of school, kind of worked for a little while always still loved cooking, always still loved, you know, the health world. And I was like, you know what, I think I'm gonna go to culinary school. So I talked to my parents and they were like, well, we're not paying for it because you wasted two years of school. Um, and yeah, so I was like, okay, well then I will figure it out. So I, you know, of course, as being like a young 19 year old self, I wanted to go to the best culinary school. So I looked at Le Cordon Bleu, I looked at the Culinary Institute of America, and then I saw their prices. And I was like, well, uh, I don't think I'll be going to any of these schools. Um, so I checked out Salt Lake Community College, and they had a two-year culinary program. Um, wow, so, shout out to Slick. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, you know, and like I said, I looked at a lot of other um, culinary schools, and the one thing is you with those schools, you only come out with a certificate. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm like, oh, I hate cooking, but I've got an $80,000, you know, certificate that is not going to get me anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, slick, it's, you know, it's close, it's reasonable. And I come out with a, an associate's degree. Wow. So I was like, okay, at the end of the day, if I hate culinary school, I have a two years you know, associate's degree that I can go on and finish out my bachelor's degree. So that was the whole plan. Um, so I enrolled shortly after that, I started having some dietary issues and being in culinary school, you have chefs who literally make you try everything. Mm. No excuses. You have to try it. Sounds you horrible. Have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so horrible. So horrible. Um, and eventually I was just like, I can't, I, I went to a bunch of doctors. They're like, you have IBS, you have leaky gut, all these things. I was like, you know what? I don't think that's any of that. I was like, I personally, truly deep down knew it was food. Interesting. And so after doing a lot of research and, you know, 
holistic doctors were not in my budget because everyone's like, well, go see a holistic doctor, get an allergy test, you know? And like I said, I was 20, you know, 2021. 20, and at that time, you know, I wasn't going to pay 500 bucks to yeah. go get an allergy, you know, food test. Oh, yeah. Um, so I did a lot of research and I, you know, I came across the elimination diet and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. Like I said, being 21 and being like, Oh, I'm going to eliminate basically everything from my diet was a challenge because I was still young. I mm -hmm. still wanted to go out. I still wanted to have pizza and I still want, you know, so finally, one day I was just like, I couldn't deal with the, the issues anymore. It just was like stomach issues and inflammation right. and just like brain fog. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I committed to 30 days and I eliminated grains, dairy, soy, corn. Um, what else was it? And refined sugar. Oh. So after those 30 days, um, I was, I felt great. I had never felt that good in like in years. And I forgot what it felt like to feel good again. Uh, I had like so much energy. Like I felt like I was remembering things more and like, I just like, I could go like before I wanted to take naps, like two or three times a day. And I just like, I had no energy. Um, and so after that, I was like, wow, okay. Like something clearly in you know, out of those five things is really messing with me. And so I slowly started, you know, you introduce one thing at a time for like a week. So I did one thing at a time and sure enough, it was, you know, gluten bothered me, dairy bothered me, soy bothered me, corn bothered me, um, and sugar. So it was all everything grains I can do. I can still do like brown rice and quinoa oh, cool. and those things. Um, I, I keep them on like a more of a minimal basis. Like I, I like to do a more like just meat and vegetables and fruit, you know, really what, you know, the caveman ate, right. paleo. Um, and 10 years ago, paleo was not really a thing. Mm -hmm. Gluten-free had just started becoming a thing back yeah. then. And so it was challenging. So after I found all that out, you know, I told my teachers in school and I was like, you know, I can no longer like gluten, dairy, what, you know, this whole list. And they all looked at me like, you're crazy. And I was like, I'm not crazy. I just like, I can't eat this. I won't eat it because it doesn't make me feel good. And so there was a lot of like, mm, you know, at first the teachers were like, well, then you just don't try it, you know, but I'm like, but I still have to eat. Like, why don't I create things that yeah. go around these things, but make the same dish, you know? And sure enough, I talked to, you know, the, um, the lead chef of the program. And he was like, you know what? He was like, do what you have to. He was like, we'll order. And sure enough, they started ordering like gluten-free flour. Wow. They started ordering the vegan butter. And I was super excited because at first I start, I was bringing my own stuff in. I was like, well, this kind of sucks. You yeah. know, I'm paying for this program and I'm having to bring in my own food. Um, and sure enough, after a few months, they started ordering everything. And then as that like started happening, other people were like, oh, I have this issue and I have this issue. So we kind of like all formed together and created our own like little dietary culinary program. Right. Um, so yeah, it was like, like I said, it was, you know, super cool to watch their program change because really this is how the world is changing. Mm -hmm. You know, people are learning more about food, learning more about health and realizing that this, there's this connection that it's not just take a pill for that or take a pill for this, you know, it's no, what are you putting in your body? What's that doing to your body? You know, it, 
it all makes, you know, if you really think about it, it all makes, you know, sense. There's, there's a desperate need for education and what you put in your body. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of people just think, uh, we, we grew up in public schools seeing the pyramid, right? The exactly. pyramid that had the, the food plate. Bases yep. and the plate. And, you know, we, that's, that's how we grew up, but that's not what everybody needs. No. They say 50 million Americans nowadays have some sort of dietary issue. 50 and it's million? 50 million. Oh. And right, and it's just right, it's just rising. I mean, the way we're processing our food, people, we can no longer, our systems can no longer handle the way we are changing foods. That's why, why you hear so many people who are gluten free, right? Yes, a lot of it is in people's heads, but a lot of it is true. A yeah. lot of people are gluten sensitive and it's because there's 50 times more gluten in, you know, in gluten than there was 50 years ago. So yeah, our bodies are just like, no more. I can't digest this anymore, you know? And that's why people have IBS and leaky gut and, yeah. you know, so much inflammation and, and all of it. It all, it all, you know, comes back and it's all like, just look at your food source. So um, going through culinary school, you, you start to realize what you and your body needs and the, the professors and the classes, they start adjusting so you can have access to the types of food to create the same meals, but to do it in a different a, way. Yep. Where does that lead you then? So after school, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go get a job at like a five-star restaurant. And I had that whole idea in my head that I wanted to be like an executive chef for a high-end run. And I think most people out of culinary school do. Um, sure enough, that didn't, you know, last very long. I got a job at a high-end restaurant and I realized how unhealthy that world is and just how much you know, like drugs are involved and just like not something I wanted to be around. Yeah. You know, it's late nights, it's holidays, it's, you know, just like, I, it's just, so I stuck it out for about a year in a high-end restaurant and I was like, okay, this is not, this is not what I want to do. You know, they don't, they don't care that you're like, oh, well, you know, well, why don't we try making it like this and not adding, you know, like vegetable oil, like let's add like, you know, all, and it was all about cost and I get it. it, it oh, at yeah. the end of the day, it's all about cost. But I was just like, you're selling this whatever for $30, but you are putting the most awful ingredients in this, yeah. you know, like quality, you know, but it's, you know, it's quantity over quality yep. sometimes. And it's kind of, it was kind of sad to see the behind scenes of some high-end restaurants at what high-end they think they're, you know, stuff they think they're using. Um, Your flaming yawn may yeah. not be what it actually were. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I was like, okay, like, you know, obviously I gotta have my own, I have a job. So I, um, there was a lady that um, was from Park City and she had opened up an organic juice shop. Oh. And she, I had met her just, just from being a customer, you know, myself. And one day her and her, you know, team were sitting out in the, in the foyer. And I was like, oh, hey, um, my name's Alicia. I was like, I love your juice. I like Park City needs something like this. Like, thank you, you know? And we started talking and she was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a chef. And I was like, you know, I just quit my job. I was like, I'm looking for something where I can create like 
healthy food items. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm overworking in places who don't care about health. She's like, oh my gosh. She was like, I have been wanting to add food to my menu. Um, she was like, would you be interested? And I was like, absolutely. So started, it was called My Liquid Garden and it is no, unfortunately, it's no longer around. Um, I created their whole menu. I, you know, I added a lot, a lot of um, really yummy, healthy. It was completely plant-based. Wow. Um, we had like a Buddha bowl. We had like, um, what else did we have? We made all these like little raw energy bites that people loved. Um, all different flavors. Um, we did like kale chips, just a bunch of healthy grab, grab and go. And that's yeah. what people really liked was the convenience of having, you know, something instantly, but you know, not having to wait. So um, created the whole menu, worked there for a few years. Things at the time where our location was at in Park City, there was no one around. So unfortunately, the owner had to close the doors um, and I had to seek for another job. <laughs> um, and that led me to um, being the executive chef for a, a rehab in Midway. Okay. Um, they they true they hired me too to kind of reform, you know, change out their um, their menus. I don't know, in rehabs. Um, most people that are there are, you know, either addicted to drugs, Correct. addicted to alcohol, um, and they really wanted to bring somebody in who could really change up what they were feeding them. You know, they were feeding a lot of carbs, a lot of sugar, a lot of fats, um, and these people are truly, truly the most unhealthiest people at that time when they come in. You know, they're not, they can't, they can't digest anything. Right. They're also addicted to sugar because that's all at that point they can taste is sugar. So people were not happy with me for the first little bit as I started changing things and I say like introduce my Buddha bowl and you know some like healthy granola bars and I still watch them go to the you know cereal pantry and just like or Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch and just every type of cereal you know but then they'd like look at my plate and they'd be like in the trash can but slowly it like i said it slowly people really started like being like wow like that was really good like what is that green stuff i'm like that's kale whoa i've never had kale and i never thought i'd like kale and i'm like but it was good wasn't it and, and I, you know after a few weeks of them being in there their palates start to change sure. because clearly they're not doing you know whatever they were doing before um, and they, and they, their minds coming back from like, you know, the cloud, the cloud. Um, and they're like, wow, like the people who really wanted to get healthy were the people that, you know, were the ones asking me questions like, wow, can you, so I started actually doing recipes for a lot of clients for when they left. Um, they all loved it so much. So I did like a little, you know, recipe book for them, um, so that they could take home, you know, and they could carry on, you know, the recipes that I made for them there. Um, because once they step out of that world, it's, you know, they could do anything again, you know, but I think when they're on the right track and they realize how food can heal them, you know, it's, it, it triggers for them. Yeah. So. So worked there, um, and then still while I was working there, um, I have a lot of friends who are um, still in Park City, um, very busy in life, don't have time to cook, obviously wanted to eat super healthy, 
Um, I have been, you know, doing the whole paleo thing since culinary school, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, hey, like, you cook this way. We want to eat this way. Like, why don't you start meal prepping for us? Uh, and back to all the, a lot of my friends have Hashimoto's disease. And um, for our listeners who don't yes. know, including myself. So Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease. Um, and they recommend people who have this to um, have a very clean paleo strict diet okay so they're like you know why don't you like i said you already cook paleo you know can you start cooking for us so that's how mountain meals kind of got started um it was nothing the mountain meals wasn't even created when this all started happening so yeah i just started meal prepping for friends and then some friends were like hey i have other friends you know can you meal prep for them and just kept kind of going word of you know word of mouth and finally one day i was like i had clients that i didn't know and i was like oh wow i was like okay like can't be cooking out of my house anymore like these are people that don't know me i don't know them you know my friends were fine with it it was like just a little side thing and so i was like okay like how am i you know gonna create a business and it kind of just all fell into place you know mountain meals i was like hey i grew up in park city Um, I love the mountains, you know, you just start writing names, words down, and then you just start putting them together. And so that's how Mountain Meals formed. Um, And then our little saying is healthy living elevated. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, And yeah, so, you know, started Mountain Meals. Um, It's all kind of just been word of mouth. Um, And yeah, here I am today. Now I have three employees. Um, and we all almost have over a hundred clients. That is incredible. When you and I first met, and we talked a little bit about this in preparation for this, um, when you and I first met, you came to one of our local masterminds and we were just hearing about your meal yes. prep and, and, and oh, this was an, uh, this was an Alicia at a good state in her life, but it was Alicia at a point in her life where she was overwhelmed. Very she overwhelmed. She was doing all the meal prep all the deliveries yes. uh, and you said you mentioned your 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 husband and your dad yep chipping in yep. a little bit and that, that's amazing but but yet you guys have just found a way to i guess reach the demand but people have been just just like excited about it and telling their friends which has led to more friends which has led to more clients which has allowed you guys to kind of expand and create more and more and more opportunities so now really? you have three employees right where, where do you see mountain meals going you know I just, I never thought in my mind that like, I always knew that it would be like something successful, but not to the, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but I I never thought it was going to go past like, you know, this little just, you know, I delivered to like 10, 15 people, you know, like I'd get a consistent amount of people and that's kind of, you know, just, I just keep going. But now I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, wow, people want this, they need this. People are busy. People, you know, they wanna eat healthy. They don't have time to, they don't have time to cook. Right. You know, a lot of the families I um, that are my clients, you know, they did like the Hello Fresh and they did the Sun Basket. But they're like, even that, I don't have an hour to sit there and do the recipe, you know? Like, I know everything is chopped and I know it's all right there, but like, I still have a million things to do. I want something that I could just put in the oven for 15 minutes and there's our dinner, you know? So, like I said, people want convenience. They want to eat healthy. They want, you know, the great thing about this is I offer family meals who their kids love it, the parents love it. They know that their kids are getting, you know, good food. And 
they're eating good food, you know? So it's kind of like a win-win. I just, I want to see this, you know, go throughout the state of Utah and I, like I said, I think more and more people are like, how, how can I find this convenience? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you can go out and get healthy takeout, you know, to a point, but like, you know, you can't be like, well, what kind of, you know, like I, I only cook with avocado oil, coconut oil and olive oil. Those are the only three oils I cook with. I know I use a lot of organic. I, I try to use a lot of local produce, which is coming to an end. Um, so it, you can't find that in a lot of like, re- and yeah. if you do find it, you're going to a high end restaurant and, and the cost, what we heard yeah. is you may not, yeah, you might be not getting that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I think that, you know, mountain meals will keep growing. Um, and who knows, maybe franchise. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, that's incredible. Um, and we're excited and we're behind you on that. And I think that that's a, just a really cool thing because a lot of our listeners, um, whether they're from the state of California or Utah or whatever, they they all struggle with the same thing. It's convenience. Um, my wife and I have personally tried like HelloFresh and a couple other delivery services like a Winter Farms, which is not healthy, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but it's Grocery store items to your store. Absolutely delicious, but um, <laughs> totally um Anyways, but the, the, the convenience factor is an, increase, an increasing demand. And I, that's why I think that this is such a great thing because you didn't come out of school thinking, I'm gonna build a business and I'm gonna deliver to people. You organically grew this based on demand from friends and word of mouth, which exactly. is how all great things come to be created because it was what people want and need. And now it is a convenience demand. Um, I, you get, for our listeners, uh, we have a, a local, um, we call it uh, a farmer's market here in the Heber City. And uh, the Mountain Meals is typically sold out before everyone else. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was... I decided to do the farmer's market just for like some marketing, you know, I hadn't done any, you know, I don't have a base to the Heber Valley. So I was like, you know, let me do the farmer's market. And it was like overwhelming at like, you know, everyone's like, we love it. Can we like people when it was, you know, the last day of the farmer's market, they're like, how do we find you? You know, they're like, we don't even come to the farmer's market. We come just to get your, you know, your energy balls or your cookies or and I was like, well, now you can start ordering from Mountain Meals. And I did. I got a handful of clients wow. just from, you know, the farmer's market. I was like, well, it, it, it paid for itself every single week. So right there, I was like, okay, this is clearly something yeah. needed in this area. And, and just to ask a, um, a question to you, how does it feel to be an option for people to rediscover like fantastic tasting food that is absolutely healthy and is incredibly uh, um, affordable and and deliverable and it creates just a great lifestyle for people. How does that feel to be the creator of something like that? It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool. Some, Some days I'm just like, wow, like I've created this. This is, you know, all the recipes and, you know, all the blood, sweat and tears is paying literally. off. Yeah. L- literally, literally I cried and well, chopping you know, isn't easy. Sweating and crying and sweating blood. and crying. And yeah, no, I just, yeah, I couldn't imagine where it, you know, and it's, you know, we're not even having even open for, you know, a year. It's wow. started February of 
2019. Which is when I met you. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the next segment of our podcast, with all this knowledge and all this base and the excitement behind Mountain Meals and where you guys are headed, what's a piece of knowledge that you could share with our listeners? A lot of them are probably sitting here today listening and saying, I have no idea where to start. I have no idea how to do elimination diet. I don't know what's good for me, what's not. Maybe I'm overweight or maybe I'm you know, stressed. Maybe I have low energy. You said something that resonated with me, which is at the time when you were getting started in school, all you wanted to do was just take naps after naps. And I know that people out there are listening. They're like, yeah, I am so tired all the time. And what, what, what is a piece of knowledge or advice you can share with our listeners? One thing that would help them to uh, maybe overcome that challenge or just something that you would say as if you're beginning this road, X, Y, Z, do this. Uh, what knowledge would you like to share with them? I mean, I have a lot. I mean, okay, I wish cool. I could say a lot. <laughs> um, you know, just really looking at what you're eating, looking at your diet, you know, like some people don't realize how much sugar they, you know, take. But if you look at every single thing you had that day, And you see, okay, that had two grams of sugar, that had eight grams of sugar, that had 10 grams of sugar, that had, you know, it adds up. And at the end of the day, you're like, wow, if you think about it, you ate two cups of sugar, you know, that's a lot, you know, that, that causes your inner, you know, your energy to go up and down and up and down and causes for you to have tons of inflammation, causes for you to have like brain fog. Um, so I think, you know, I try to tell everybody and they're like, well, you know, there's a thousand different things you can do, but I really truly believe is if you dig deep and look at what you're eating and just be like, okay, I'm not, you know, make that conscious decision. Okay. I'm not gonna, I don't need the donut, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need the soda today, you know, just removing one of those things from your diet a day, you know, could really be a big difference in the long run. You know, it could really, you know, you'd be like, wow, okay, I didn't have that. And then maybe the next two days you're like, I took that and I took that out, you know, and you just kind of, and then you start for a lot of people, you start to be like, oh, I, like, I didn't feel as bad as I did yesterday. Or, you know, just, and it's small, it's baby steps, you know, like if you want to go into it and do the elimination diet, like, go right ahead. But I know a lot of people that's just like right over their head. You know, that's just, you look at that and you're like, well, what do I eat? Yeah. You know, you yeah. order mountain meals. <laughs> um, I love that. That can definitely help <laughs> you out. Um, but no, I just really, you know, look, dig deep into what you're eating and, you know, and it's, it's, it's baby steps. You know, you're not going to cure yourself in two days. No pill is going to cure you. You know, if you have IBS or if you have all these other symptoms, you know, the doctor's going to be like, well, here you go. Here's a pill. Just take that. And to tell you the truth, it's just going to mask it. It's not going to help it. But I think, you know, more and more Americans are realizing that it's all diet related. Yeah. One of my favorite books in the diet world um, that has influenced my life and just how much healthier I eat. Um, I think everyone has an opinion about the books that they read, but um, a book that has really influenced my family is um, How Not to Die. 
and just by adding a little bit extra green on top of that regular food option uh, has just changed my life. It changes the way I feel, my palate, everything has been incredible. It's a, it's a good, better, best scenario. Though there are, in, in that book, there are a lot of very, very um, exotic things suggested. Yeah. They're, they, they're still of just being, how do I make this meal better? How do I make this best? Well, you don't have to look far. They're, no, they're, and you're absolutely right. You know, to mention that you, you know, you add a little bit more greens. When people, you know, get that image of the pyramid or the plate, it's all changed now. Like really, it should be, you know, forty percent greens. You know, like, you know, I don't know what is it. I think it's forty to fifty percent greens, um, like twenty-five percent carbs, and like twenty-five percent protein. You know, like your pro people think that they need to have tons of protein, tons <laughs> of meat and meat is hard on your gut. No yeah. matter if you're eating, you know, even lean meats are hard on your gut. Um, but yeah, people think in their minds that it's like, I have to have protein for, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks, you know, and that's, a, it's just a lot. And so people really need to look back and be like, okay, like have a huge green salad with some chicken on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Chicken should be your smallest amount. It should be tons of greens, you know? Um, and just really looking at your plate and being like, you know, like, I don't need, you know, the seven cups of, I don't know, potatoes or, you know, something, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's making, it's making small conscious baby steps. You know, it's like, you, like I said, it's not, you're not going to like lose 50 pounds and, be feeling the best you've ever felt just because you did two days of, right. well, I didn't have that soda and I didn't have a donut yesterday. So why am I not losing weight? You know, it's just, it's a life change. Yeah. And when you're ready, you're ready, you know? One thing that resonated with me that you had mentioned is that there is no instant result. There is no instant fix. It's a, it's a change in a time because your body is constantly creating cells to replace itself, right? Exactly. And your body is constantly changing. So you've got to change with your body. You've got to give it time. So that's that's one thing that I love to tell Americans is learn to have patience. Patience. <laughs> and repetition and diligence. <laughs> um, we're now at the point of our show where I'd like to issue a challenge to our listeners. Well, from the knowledge you shared and all of our stories and Mountain Meals, what is one thing people can do today to change the way they eat? What is one thing that they can do that they can make an immediate change and start doing better at? I know there's a hundred things, Gosh. but like, I like, or maybe the eat challenge. more greens. There we go. Eat more greens. Spinach, kale, green beans, broccoli. Anything you can do, just add another cup of that to your you know, your meal or whatever you choose to have that day. Just more greens. I love that. If it's green, it's good. Green is good. Um, green means go. As you go into the grocery store where most people will mm -hmm. do their shopping, a lot of us will spend time up and down the aisles of anything packaged and processed or put yep. into a plastic seal. Uh, we invite you also to spend the majority of your shopping time over in that chilled section where the open refrigerators yes. are are uh, showing you the greens and there's they've got the now the rainforest yes. that drips and anything. I tell all my there. clients, you stay on the perimeters of a grocery store. When you go down the aisles, you're walking into process land. But if you stay on the outsides, it's all the fresh stuff. 
and stuff that yes will go bad but at that time you know that it's fresh yeah. uh yeah that's amazing well we've learned a lot we've gained a lot of knowledge we've found out about your story and how incredible that is and i told you earlier i said you're going to tell your story on the show and you said well it's not that incredible but it is so cool to see the transformation of one person just by fixing what you eat to becoming what you already offered to now hundred a hundred plus people and and so we've been we've been enlightened and i i would say uh knowledgeably fed (laughs) um to be a pun on words but uh we we, we were really grateful that you came on the show and we're grateful Thanks. that you shared your information, your knowledge. Um, how do people get a hold of Mountain Meals? Where do they find it? You can visit us at our website. It's uh, mountainmeals435.com. Um, we also have an Instagram that's mountainmeals435. Um, or you can contact me um, at alicia at mountainmeals435.com. Fantastic. And we'll make sure that we put those... Um, links in the show notes. Perfect. And four three five is our area. Four three five. Yeah, we are we are Hebrew City, <laughs> um, Park City, and and expanding and hopefully franchising. Yes, in the hopefully one day. That's amazing. Um, uh, we did not ask Alicia for this, but Alicia wanted to provide a gift to you guys to incentivize you to learn more about Mountain Meals, to go to their website, and to try your first meal. Um, what was the bowl you were telling us about earlier on the show? The the, bo- the Buddha Bowl? The Buddha Bowl. The Buddha Bowl. The Buddha Bowl. It's the Buddha Bowl, and it is delicious. It's uh, got a bunch of veggies uh, with some turmeric chicken and then a tahini maple lemon sauce to go over it with some brown rice. See, I don't know what and half that stuff is, but that sounds incredible. It is. You're going to get to try it because I brought you one. <laughs> That's why we did this in the first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just needed a free meal today. Yeah. And Alicia was kind enough. You got a few. Um, but there was something that you wanted to offer to our listeners. Would you like to Yeah. Um, I'd like to offer them the first free delivery um, and then a $15 um, off their first meals. That's incredible. Well, yeah. we're going to take advantage of that. Um, I was telling Alicia that uh, our good friends and our neighbors who we um, basically dog sit for and we trade dog sitting <laughs> opportunities um they're they're clients as well and they rave and love it they are they're weekly orders they are great clients um, but that is an incredible offer and I, I will share alicia for our listeners too um when we bring people into interview we don't ever say anything about a gift but it's usually people who come in and are excited they they have stuff to give and we're grateful for that so Absolutely. thank you i want to spread the health you know the convenience of health the That's convenience of health yes. is our mission, our goal, yes. and we are working on that. Well, absolutely incredible. This content has been fantastic. Thank you for joining us today. And thank, thank you for you. doing what Thanks you do. Thanks for having me. This was fun. To learn more about Amplified Minds, go to our website at amplifiedminds.com. That's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-E-D. M-I-N-D-S dot com. If you like the Circle of Knowledge podcast, go ahead, subscribe, rate us, and if you give us a five-star review, we promise to give you a personal shout-out here on the air. Just watch us. Through our website, you can join any one of our mastermind groups from anywhere in the world. In the mastermind groups, you and other members of the community of achievers can mastermind and talk about all of your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, and even the challenges you face, whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything else, you can achieve your goals through a mastermind group. 
you should also check out the Amplified Minds Accountability Program, where you can gain access to a one-on-one personal accountability coach, somebody who will contact you weekly and motivate you, hold you accountable, follow up, and give you the proper resources that will help you to go out and achieve all your goals.